Now, live coverage of the U.S. House. I thank the gentleman for yielding. The preliminary report by the National Transportation Safety Board clearly states that they do not think that it was the fault of ValueJet, irregardless of what the IG insinuated. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Hey, guys. How are you? I am having a... It's weird. I'm trying something new. I'm trying the new technology. I just... I didn't bring my mixer. I'm doing a gig. I'm in New York. I'm at Lake George, New York. And I just did a gig this afternoon. And I was like, you know, I want to do a show. I I can't wait. It's been too long. I missed you guys. And I was like, I don't care if it sounds kind of shitty, like low qual. (laughs) So, if you're listening to the show, guys, thank you. First of all, if you're listening, you're listening one of three ways. You're listening through my website, markscalia.com, and you can, you're listening to that little speaker box. If you want to be more participant, participant, I should say, you can click that box you're listening to, and it will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and you sign in using a Facebook uh, sign on, and then you can be part of the live chat, and we got a lot of people tonight, so thank you guys for being part of live chat. And if you cannot listen live, because that's how we broadcast, we always try to broadcast live, always on Wednesdays, even though it hasn't been some consistency, but whatever. You can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show, which is tighter. It's nice. It's nice and, you know, tight and it makes more sense. But when you listen live, you get to hear all my ramblings and my and And I got to be honest with you. I, well, let me get into this because I'm having some tech issues, and I'm always having tech issues, but because it's just my laptop and my USB headset microphone, I've got to move a lot of stuff. That's, you know, things happen. I got to move some stuff. So what I got to do is I got to move, I got to move my files out of iTunes because my USB microphone won't, won't do it. So I have to, and I thought I did all this. Apparently I didn't. So now I got to move this into there. There we go. So. Let me bring you up to speed what's been going on with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And because we've had the past, I don't even know, three weeks? Let me open my calendar. Our last show was May 31st. I think, yeah, that's when I would, and that show is all over the place. I haven't even edited that show yet. (laughs) I can't bring myself to edit it because my back, it was giving me so much problems that night. My, my diction was off. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, my diction was off. 
I'm like I this I was like talking like this and I I sounded so so fucking Chelsea it ridiculous and you know I am from Chelsea and that's fine but it, it was just horrible so first of all let me let me just say this how, how does this show sound it it, may, it sounds going to sound a little different than normal because of the microphone because of the sound system but how does the sound uh, sound to you guys because I'm I'm getting some pops here and there I can't tell I I, I actually can't tell. So, oh, my brother just popped on. He's excellent. Although I've never met the host, irregardless, he sounds like a tool. <laughs> I sound tinny. Yeah, I do. It's the microphone. It's two turntables and a microphone. So, but I couldn't wait. And that's part of the thing. I couldn't wait. I needed to do a show. I absolutely wanted to do a show. I needed to do a show. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in a hotel room in Lake George, New York listen to little kids splash in a pool that they shouldn't be in because it's after nine o'clock and they're in the fucking pool there's a pool outside and they're in the pool splashing around where are the parents where are the freaking parents anyway so i could just you know hang out at the in the room because my event got over at like 6 30 and it's only a 10 minute ride to the hotel and and i was like you know i, I just i just want to get on i just want to get all the air i want to do my thing and and that's what i'm doing and i know it's like you know it's eh, whatever but I had to get on because a bunch of things have been bothering me, and I can't really vent, and I've been wanting to vent. And I'm going to ask you guys this, and I, I've been saying this for a long time. I say to my act, I always feel like I'm the smartest monkey in the cage. <laughs> you know, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. So I, I do. I feel like the smartest monkey in the cage. I feel like everything I do means nothing. Everything I know means nothing. And it's, I don't know if anybody else feels like this. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I mean, it's just, I don't understand why people are so, it, I used to think they were, they were, you know, ignorant or mean or, you know, out of the loop. I just think that there's just a, such a lack of awareness that nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And they just pretend. They just go through their life. With their little blinders, and it's terrible. Like, here's the thing. I'll give you an example. My wife, Karen, had to get her... What's I've been feeling tons of what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. It's okay, good. It's not just me. Like, my wife, Karen, had to bring her bike in. And she, she loves her bike. She's had her bike for like 15, 20 years. It's a great bike. It's a Bianchi road bike. She's had it tweaked and maintained, blah, blah, blah. So it turns out it needs a lot of work. It needs the rear gear was completely gone. She had some uh, brake issues. She brought it in. They said, well, it's probably going to be a couple hundred. Turns out it was $300. They replaced the back wheel. They had to do a whole new wheel, a whole new axle. They did all gears, blah, 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 blah. So 300 bucks. That's a lot of money. But to repair the bike, it's still a better bike. And she knows the bike, and it's great. The problem was... They were like her tires, the way they're made, the rims, the axles are almost highlighted black. Like the rear axle is highlighted black and the inside of the rim is highlighted black and the spokes are chromed and everything else is chrome. So it's got this black on chrome thing. They're very specific. She brings the bike back within two seconds. I go, oh, it's different because I see everything that's different. I see everything. It's, you know, it's a curse to see everything, but I'm like, the back wheel's different. She goes, oh, I didn't even know. Oh, now it bothers me. And I go, I'm sorry. I brought it to your attention. And she calls him up. She goes, why is the back wheel different? This is what they said to her. This is the fucking reason. Oh, well, the rim that you have up front is different. And it would have been like a three-week back order. 
and it's another ten dollars. So we just decided to put on that wheel. What the what? The, what, the, what the hello? I understand you got to do your job, but you got to. Don't you think that's something you should have kind of run by the person who owns the bike, especially that. And it's a little thing, but that's how indicative it is of everything. I brought my old Monte Carlo in for a recall. Turns out the engine may overheat. There's a there's some things with the engine. And this oh, let me get to this before the second, the first recall was about the key. The keychain, they didn't want things on a keychain because the keychain has a tendency to pull the ignition in the car. It could cause damage. So I'm thinking, oh, they're going to replace the ignition. No. On all your keys, there's either a very small hole or like an oval. My key is an oval. I was in there. I brought the car in. Pulled the, ca- pulled the car into the shop. This is a dealer. I'm going to have the recall. Okay. 90 minutes later, they bring the car out. Okay, what'd you do? You know what they did? They made the oval part of my keychain a smaller circle by taking um, like a plastic piece on one side and then taking another plastic piece on the other side and pushing them together so it fills the entire oval with a small circle. That was the recall. That was 90 fucking minutes. I go, you're kidding me, right? So then when I bring them back for the other recall... There's a, on most cars, there's a plastic thing. It says the engine. It says some kind of decal. Mine said 3800. That's the model. Uh, that's the kind of engine I have in my Chevy Monte Carlo. It says 3800. Just a plastic piece. It fits over the engine. It keeps dirt and stuff. So they do the recall. An hour. I get to the car. I open the hood. I want to see what they did. They remove the plastic piece. Oh, that's it. So I was like, where's the piece? I went inside and I go, uh, the piece is missing. They go, yeah, that was the recall. I went, well, where is it? Oh, we threw it away. I'm like, that's my car, motherfucker. You don't get to, you don't get to fucking take my shit. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody apologizes. Nobody, everybody just does things. And there's no, there's no, oh, before I do this, let me let you know. And because it's your stuff. That's what I mean by feeling like you're the smartest monkey in the cage. Like in everybody I know, every all my listeners, I'm looking at all my listeners, I know all my listeners, and I'm not, every one of you guys would ask something like that first. You, you'd say something first. Because that's the kind of people I like to hang out with. Those are the people I consider friends and colleagues and, and uh, worker bees and people who are good, productive fucking monkeys in the cage. <laughs> but all the rest of the fucking monkeys are just throwing shit at each other. They're just tossing shit. They fuck you at the drive-thru. <laughs> They fuck you at the drive-thru, okay? They fuck you at the drive-thru. They know you're going to be miles away before you find out you got fucked, okay? They know you're not going to turn around and go back. They completely fuck you at the drive-thru. Joe Pesci was right. So that's why I feel about it. And not just that. I've been, I've been traveling more and more, and that's why I haven't been able to do a show. And the more I travel, the more I'm like, I just, I don't want to live, I almost don't want to live in New England anymore. I really don't. It's horrible. Coco the monkey. <laughs> I feel like that monkey. You know the monkey with the symbol? That monkey. I feel like that monkey all the time. I just do my thing. And the more, again, the more I travel, the more I'm like, I don't want to be in New England anymore. People suck. You know, it's it's just horrible. And then, of course, I'm still dealing with my sciatic nerve now. Completely. And it's a little better because last Friday I went to the doctor. I went to a new doctor. And they, they're on a whole, they're a whole, 
um, I guess there's a bunch of doctors under one roof. They're all orthopedics. There's called a, a physi, a physiatrist or something like that. I don't even know. It's like whatever it is. I don't know what they do. But I saw her, and in 10 minutes, she did more than anybody I've seen in the past 10 months. It, it, she was like, let me tell you what this is. Turns out my vertebrae, you have a, all your vertebrae, you know, stacked in your backbone. It's stacked, stacked, stacked. And inside there, there's a, basically a canal where your spinal column goes down. My spinal column is very, it's a, they call it a small chamber. <laughs> is that a small chamber in your back? Or are you just happy to see me? So, so apparently because my spinal column is in a small chamber, I'm predisposed to back pain. And I didn't know this. And I had an MRI done almost two years ago. And she saw that. And she told me that right away. And the guy I saw, originally, he was like, nah, nothing you could do. <laughs> Mark Scalia in his small chamber of secrets. <laughs> oh, you guys are making me laugh. That's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to socialize tonight. I really did. I just wanted to socialize. <laughs> so I made the appointment. I called my doctor three weeks ago to make the referral. They made the appointment, or I made the appointment, and they go, we can see you in three weeks. I'm like, okay. The day of the fucking appointment, they go, oh, your your doctor hasn't sent the referral. So I call my doctor. Apparently, oh, oh, there's a problem. They thought he was a physiatrist, and he wanted you to see, you know, not oncology. It's the, oh, it's the old one. It's the back doctor with an O. I don't even know. I can't even think because I'm in so much pain. So they don't want to, they didn't referral because that office is completely out of the network. And it's all this on network. You know what it is? I'm going to recommend my friends. And that's what it is. It's and, and the insurance covers it, but they want to recommend everybody. So I saw them and they're like, we want to schedule an MRI. The MRI was denied because they're like, we don't have your records because the other doctors have your records. So my doctor's orthopedic, that's it. Thank you. So my doctor's office doesn't even do the referrals. They they call somebody and then somebody else does a referral. So the referral company called me and said, oh, you're going to a different doctor. They're out of the network and we don't know if it's going to be covered. And I'm like, they're under my insurance. They go, yeah, they say that, but they're not really in the network. So you run the risk of paying out of pocket. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I go, out of pocket, out of pocket. My health coverage went from 330 to 660 for no fucking reason at all. It just went up. And nothing changed. Well, things changed. My co-payment went up from 15 to 30. And my service went... <laughs> and it's the big choke. And so then I'm in the car today. And the doctor that I saw on Friday goes, Look, your MRI was denied. Can you fax over your records from the physical therapy? I go, I'll have to call the physical therapist and have them fax it over to you, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm just going crazy. So I emailed my doctor and I said, Look, everybody's giving me a hard time. Let's schedule an MRI, and then I'll go see a doctor other than the guy you sent me to who's a fucking nightmare. Somebody even back, they go, oh, your doctor's on vacation this week, and the person who does the referrals is on vacation this week. So, unfortunately, nothing can be done. By the way, did you have anybody at our office look at this? And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm going to ask you to pay for an MRI, and you need to come in on Saturday. (laughs) I'll come in on Saturday. I don't care. I'm just not paying for the MRI. But I'm like, I've been seeing this fucking thing for three years. It's been three years. And it's just, it's so frustrating. And I'll be honest with it. I'll be really honest with you guys. I cannot take it. I'm looking at my life insurance and going, my wife will be all set. 
And it's not like I'm depressed and I want to kill myself. I just, I want out of the game. Because the games, the rules have changed. Like, again, smartest monkey. Oh, and I need you to come in on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lumberg fucked me. <laughs> oh, that's enough of the monologue. Let's do this. I want to play a game with you guys, and I think I can do this. I think I set this up right. So let me open up all the things I need to open up. Let me move you and move you and move you, and let's play a little game. Let's play... I remember that show! <laughs> it's the only thing that makes me feel better. Yeah. Let's play. It's the longest intro. I'd cut it down, but I love the intro. All right. Let's play I Remember That Show. Now, this is a uh, game where I play you a song, a theme, actually, of a TV show, and you, in fact, have to guess the TV show. Let's say. So here's the first one. So I'm looking at all of you, and there's a lot of you guys online. How about the first one right here? He's a demon on wheels. He's a demon and he's gonna be chasing after someone. He's gaining on you, so you better look alive. He's busy running. Oh, Kim Santo. Kim Santo nailed it with Speed Racer. My favorite one. Racer. Go speed racer, go speed racer, go speed racer, go. <laughs> I love it. Go speed racer, go speed racer, go. I love that. How about this one? You would have only heard this if you saw the movie. This song rocks. <laughs> Making my back feel better. <laughs> I'm Chim Chim. <laughs> I'm Chim Chim. Let's slow it down a little bit, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> I could listen to that song for an hour. I could. I love that friggin' song. All right. So, Kim, you got it right with Speed Racer. Okay. Let me let me see if I can play something nice. Did I do that? Yes, you did. You got it correct. There we go. So, uh, let's do this. Oh, I know what I can do. I can put them all in. 
and I'll just put them above. See, I'm using the Mixler app to play all these. That's why it's a little tricky. Usually my iTunes, I just click them and it's new and I got that all set up. But this is a slightly a little trickier thing because they're all in different order. So how about this one? If you got that one, you might get this one. Oh, I almost played it. Come on. I cut it off. Oh, Josie and those crazy pussycats. It is correct. This was a kid's show, man. I, I can't believe they, they let watch kids watch this. It was, it was fucking amazing. Yes. And then the cat laughs at the end. It was like chicks in a band dressed as cats. <laughs> they, I know you guys know this, but you know they made a movie about that, right? <laughs> you got it, dude. All right, you got it, Paul. Paul scored on that one. That was very good. Jim. Uh, Jim? Are you kidding me? Yikes. All right. And the last one, since we're going to stay in that kind of time period. How about this one? This was my favorite show in junior high school. Uh, no, I was in elementary school, I think. I wasn't even junior. Maybe I was at junior high school. Oh, Hill Street Blues. Kim nailed it. See, it's all the songs from the, the 80s. Like, the theme shows from the shows in the 80s were very, like, up and happy and, like, nothing was wrong. It, it, it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was better. It was, I hate to say it, but it was better. It was just better. Like, listen how happy this is. It's happy. There we go. So Kim got that one right as well, so I'll just play her this. You got it, dude. That's right. So Kim won the first round of that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our first break. This should work out really well. <laughs> I hope so. So let's take our first break. When I come back, you know, we'll play another round. I don't want to vent too much. I'd like to hear from you guys. What Kim said, well, I, I still don't think I should get credit. Why not? You said Hill Street Blues. You said History Blues first. Yeah, and you, you got the first one. You got Speed Racer and the thing. What? You know something? You win it and then you don't want it? You still don't think... You know something? I'm going to take a break and contemplate that. Read my comments above. I did. Though That kind of gave it away. So what? That name song come up in the chat. Yeah, who cares? Just keep it. Contemplate your own... Oh, it did... Oh, shit, it does. <laughs> That's the fucking chat. That's what it is. Everybody could see it. So this game makes no fucking sense now, does it? 
<laughs> so I'll eat it. You know what I'll do? During the break, I'll rename all the fucking songs so nobody knows what they are. You're listening to Radio Regardless. I'll be right back. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. Most American colonists were still loyal to King George up until the 1770s. But when England subjected her subjects to increased control over colonial affairs, it started a revolution. Say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. A five-man committee was appointed to draft the Declaration of Independence. This outlined the colony's desire for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Are you happy now, Clark? She's deaf. Oh, what's the difference? It was fun anyway. Let's have a drink. What do you say? The first July 4th celebration happened on July 8th, when the document was publicly read in Philadelphia. Uh, Frank, I have something here that I need to read to you from Barbara. Hmm? Frank, if your fat monkey heart is still beating, Hmm. uh, then congratulations. I want you to know that I hereby leave all of your money to Bruce Mathis, the real father of my children. What? What? The crowd reacted with gunfire, bonfires, and fireworks. This custom was borrowed from England, of all places, which is how subjects rang in their king's birthday. Only in the colonies, they were celebrating the king's symbolic funeral. In time, you will see that this is the best thing. In time, you'll drop dead, and I'll come to your funeral in a red dress. During the Revolutionary War, troops celebrated the Declaration's anniversary with double portions of rum. But why is the rum gone? Since then, the holiday has been celebrated in good times and in bad, in war and in peace. American communities rally together, all because of that small act of bureaucracy in 1776 that started a free nation. Are you sure that the Continental Congress was really like this? Uh, well, actually, yes. The history books tell us it was a lot like this. But where will it all end? Well, in their case, it ended with the Declaration of Independence and the founding of the United States of America. And in our case? What else? Song cue! There is a brotherhood of men, a benevolent brotherhood of men. All human hearts and minds into one brotherhood of men. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, I want to be in the number. When the saints go marching in, Marjorie! This has been Radio Irregardless's History. When I am in this section of the galaxy, I listen to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Exterminate! 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 
Hi, this is Bob Keen, everybody's pal, owner of Keen Vision Photography. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. You're helping him meet the terms of his parole, which might considerably shorten his sentence or not. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> this is, I am not a big fan of this playlist thing, but it's fine. <laughs> I'll fix it in post. I always do. So, <laughs> so I went through... Now, because I have uh, Mixler's multitude of Windows apps open, I've got the player app and then I've got the chat app, but I've also got the website, uh, my live website up, and I did not realize that it does show what I'm playing. What a fucking moron. Because I've never used it. So, of course... Everybody's like, oh, uh, wait a minute. This is, oh, yeah, that's the thing. And all you got to do is look. Now, if you're listening and not watching, then, of course, you have a slight disadvantage. But what I did is I changed them. I changed them all. I changed everything up. So now they're just numbers. (laughs) They're just numbers now. So you won't know what they are. The problem is I'm not going to know what they are now. So because, I mean, I know them because I'll play them. So that'll work out. Anyway, so I'll tell you what, guys, uh, because now I, I, I got you guys online. And Paul, uh, Paul was I actually just finished edit. I just edited the show that him and I did when we, he did his live Facebook, Facebook live thing. And we did a simulcast through Mixley. He was a guest on the show. I just finished that show, just uploaded it. And it was it was good having, you know, having him uh, on the show again. And my brother called me the the other day, and it was nice to chat with him. Um, unfortunately, I was in the middle of I was actually I think I was in a boat that day too. Like, oh, I didn't tell you this part of the monologue. <gasps> my buddy, my friend Charlie has a boat. Oh my god, I don't. That show is so meta. <laughs> it was a show within a show within a show within the internet. It was crazy. But my buddy Charlie, uh, one of my friends from high school, he has a boat and. Uh, I had Friday night off and, uh, we were all hanging out. We just, I had never seen my friends. So I, I literally never see my friends. I never go out because I'm always working or they're too tired or whatever. So what I did is, uh, they go, Hey, you want to get together Friday night? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Friday night off. We just went to Buffalo, you know, boneless, wildless wings is Buffalo, wild, Buffalo, boneless, whatever that place is in the mall. And we just had a you know a couple of drinks and a little bit of food and just kind of chill out. And he goes, yeah, I'm going on the boat Monday. And I go, oh, you taking the boat out? He goes, yeah, yeah, the boat's in the water. We're just we're just gonna go fishing. He goes, me, Jamie, we're just gonna go on the boat. He goes, and I go, oh, I'd love to go on the boat. He goes, come on down. I'm like, I don't know. So the Monday shows up, my back bad, and he goes, and I text him like, I don't know. And I said to Karen, to my wife. I don't know if I want to go. It's, you know, I got to drive up to Newbury and it's, I don't know if I want to be on the boat for four hours. And she goes, I don't know, maybe she go. So I like hemmed and hot. Finally, I went, holy shit. Spend a day on the water. Just like, just spend a fucking day on the water. I came back. It was like, I smoked a whole bunch of pot. <laughs> it was like, I was all mellow. I was like, like you could have hit me in the head with a chair. I'd be like, Hey man, you dropped your chair. <laughs> I would have been like that. I was like, just like it was just nothing we just went out off the just off newberry so we didn't we, we didn't go onto the open ocean we just went through all the coves and we went past uh uh i don't even know where we were because we just went out and it was a beautiful day 
um, the sea cures all all that else. Yes, I, and we went fishing. Well, technically, I, I as soon as I cast the rod, huge bird's nest in the fucking rod. Turns out it wasn't strung right. It wasn't my fault. So then I took one of the other rods, and they bought just some fillets, and uh, they cut them up and into chunks, and we get the big hooks, and we hook them on. Um, and I lose the bait. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Throw another one. And I'm like, it's getting chewed up. I'm like, the fish are chewing it up. Then all of a sudden, we hear this big splash. We look over on one side of the boat, a fucking sea lion. Now, I don't know about you, but I've lived in this area almost my whole life. The sea was angry my day, my friends. Like an old man trying to return soup at the deli. <laughs> you got to do it like that. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to return soup at the deli. <laughs> you do it like John Depp. But we saw a sea lion. Now, I, I don't know about you guys. I've never seen a sea lion. Not here. I've seen him at the aquarium. I've seen him in California. I've seen him in Florida. <laughs> it's a George Costanza line. <laughs> but I've never seen a seal. Turns out the seal was eating the fucking bait off the hooks. Eating the, like eating the fucking fish right off the hooks. And not, and I go, I, if I hook him, I'm bringing him in. I'm bringing that fucking fish. And he just ate all the fish. Then what I did is I, I put a weight on it and we dropped it to the bottom. And... <laughs> Then I start dragging because I like, you know, I act, I actively fish. Some guys just throw the bait in the water and they put the, and they have a drink. But I actively fish. And I started bringing the line in. And there was a crab, a crab the size of a fucking catcher's mitt on my, on the fish. And then like about, like maybe three, four inches above the, just above the, uh, just below the water line, he let go because he didn't hook it. He was holding on to the fish. So I almost caught a crab and no fish. Uh, but I did have a couple of drinks, and it was just, oh, my God, it was so nice. I'm always late these days. Oh, Jason, I just popped on. Good to see you, Jason. Well, you know something? You're just in time for round two of I Remember That Show. And now that we worked all the glitches out, let's play a second round. Here we go. And it's just a number you guys have to guess. You won't see it even if you look in the chat now. Here you go. This is the best copy I could find. Mark almost got crabs. <laughs> no, not Black Adder. Nope. Used to always watch this show. On Sunday mornings, there's a clue for you. Chris said it was Davy and Goliath. You got it, dude. He got it right. It was Davy and Goliath. Don't you remember that show? I love that show. Yeah. Paul wrote Davy and Goliath. And Paul is Jewish, Kim. Paul is Jewish, and he got Davy and Goliath. Of course, maybe it's David and Goliath. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's reading Bible. He's read the Bible. I haven't read the Bible. I, I don't care to read the Bible. It's a long book. It's like reading Shakespeare for me. I am impressed. So, Chris has one right off the bat. Jason's slow to the draw. All right. We watched it together. We did. I think I watched the Smurfs on Saturday morning. It was on Sunday morning. Davy and Goliath was on Sunday morning. We watched it and then we went to CCD. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason for all my problems. 
I was only baptized. That's it. Really? You didn't get communion or confirmed? Oh, you have you no religious instruction on Davy. Oh, Kim, your soul is black and you need to, Episcopalian. They'll let anybody in. <laughs> Episcopalian's motto is, were you thrown out of every order of the religion? Well, we got room for you. <laughs> Buddhist temple. <laughs> Shamalama ding dong. Uh, I had the bar mitzvah and left the order. All right. See, this is what I miss. I miss the chat. I'm just going to read your chats. Normally, I wouldn't. Catholic light. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend who's Jewish, but she doesn't really, she's not an active, she doesn't actively participate. So she's Jewish. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea, Davey. <laughs> All right. Here's the second one. This one's easier. Another show I used to watch. Beady, 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 beady. Beady, 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 beady. It's a space show. No, not Battlestar Galactica, but it is a space show. Buck Rogers? Technically, he's right, but not really. You got to do the whole title. <laughs> but it is technically Buck Rogers in the 25th century. That's what it is, Buck Rogers. But good enough. You know something, Jason? You get this. You got it, dude. There you go. I don't know, Pastor Rick. I. <laughs> you got you to gotta do it. You got As soon as you do things like that, I don't know, Pastor Rick. I don't think I'm supposed to take my shirt off. What do you think, Goliath? Apparently, Goliath could bark for everybody else, but only Davy could understand him. Really? If that's not fucking, you know, what was the guy who could talk to the dog? The serial killer, Berkowitz. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything. I'm on medication. Things are happening. So let's see. Who got that one? So Jason got that one. Chris got Davy and Goliath, right? And now the last one. <laughs> If you have a problem, and you need somebody to solve it, and if you can find them, <laughs> Kim Santo! <laughs> Chris Rose Steam. It, it was a typo. See, again, 90s? 80s and 90s. Super cool. You get it it sounds like like there's mass murder involved, people getting killed all the time, but the music's so good. Magnum PI, really? It keeps going. (laughs) 
This the theme is longer than the show. <laughs> they were accused of a crime they didn't commit. And if you have enough money and you can find them, maybe you could hire the A team. It keeps going. This song is like seven minutes long. <laughs> Little kids are going to start singing next. There's a chorus. That's right. They never did kill the bad guys. Never killed the bad guys. I pity the fools. This is the whole theme song. <laughs> you got me listening to the whole song, fool. This song's like 20 minutes long. I'm gonna make my listeners listen to George Papard. It was so dreamy. What? George Papard was so dreamy? I tell me that's a typo. <laughs> it could be worse. Could get Liam Neeson to play him in the movie. Oh. <laughs> Big finish. There you go. I'm sure she meant creamy. <laughs> There's a theme from Vote for Pedro Montes and Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh my god. And you know something, because I may just play this for Kim, because George Part was not dreamy. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> not young breakfast at Tiffany's, George Part. Oh, I could, you know, maybe. I don't know. And I'm on dope. I mean, I'm on medication, and I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, that sounded terrible. I just put the monitor on. That's why it sounds terrible. Let's take our second break. This is our second break. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> quarter of ten. I won't keep you guys too long. You're listening to Radio Regardless. I'll be right back. On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book, Yabba Dabba Doos and do nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in Bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors. The Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, Spice, and Not Everything Nice. This is Christopher Scalia, host of The Restaurant. You're listening to Radio A Regardless with Mark Scalia. You're probably on death row. Most prison inmates don't have to listen to this, but you probably did something real bad.
And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> I am not a big fan of this playlist thing. Oh, yeah, I kind of thought the George Papar thing. I, 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 I thought about it. And it's like, you know, maybe, maybe. I mean, he was cool. Everybody, you know, I thought Dirk Benedict was like, you know. But he was Starbuck. That's why I watched the show. And I barely watched the show. And, of course, Mr. T, it's like, aren't you a criminal? Where'd you get all that gold? <laughs> I'm sorry, they were falsely accused. Falsely accused. <laughs> Jason, I think he passed out. No, I didn't have a... It was the glitch. There was just... And you Did I say George Foreman? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did I say George Foreman? Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm on, like, one pill a day. That's... <laughs> and it doesn't even... It didn't stop the pain. It doesn't stop the pain. I didn't say George Foreman. I'm going to have to listen to the playback. I'm going to listen because I know I did not say George Foreman. <laughs> I might I might have said George Foreman. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I want to open the windows. It's so stuffy in the hotel room. But the bed, it, you know, it's a, it's not a bad hotel either. The bed is nice and hard. So it's going to be good for my back tonight. I'm looking forward. I'm pretty sure he did <laughs> I think I did. I think I said George Foreman. So, you know what I could do? I'll tell you what. I want you guys to just, uh, we don't get to kind of hang out too often. And I'm going to take, you know, the third and final break in, you know, five minutes anyway. So, I'll tell you what. I've got some really cool, I've got like an inventory of like eight, or I'm sorry, 6,000 songs. So, I'll tell you what. Let's play a little of, uh, see if you can stump Mark. See if... What's the weirdest song that you think I might have? <laughs> and I'll see if I have it. And I, I didn't pass out. I just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it. Was it fish heads? Do I have fish heads? Let's see. I do not have fish heads, so Kim stumped me. There you go, fish heads. But now I'm going to have to have fish heads. Maybe it's under fish. Let's see. I've got fish net. Starfish and coffee. Fish called Wanda. Let the good times roll. I got 90s bag of fish. Let's see. Detached. <laughs> Detachable penis. Oh, my God. Detachable penis. No. I don't <laughs> I don't have that one either. Another one rides the bus. That one I got. Uh, that one I got. Another. Yeah, by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, you know, if I, if I play it this way, no one's going to hear it. Nobody's going to hear it if I play it there. It's this one. <laughs> I got my mind set on you? This version is actually his original version from the Dr. Demento show, by the way. Alright. So you got that one. How about, and uh, Kim said, uh, George had my mind set on you? This was part of the Sounds Like Facts to me, by the way. 
I let you feel like a winner. <laughs> I've got some really bizarre songs, just really strange songs. I made this uh, deal with myself that I'm not going to switch songs in my car because my iPod's connected to my car. So I said, I'm not going to fast forward any of them. So I started listening to songs. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot I had that song. Most of the time, I'd be like, I don't want this song. I want to Was it Rainy Day by Waylon Jennings? No, I just got this by Waylon Jennings. <laughs> this song is just six words. <laughs> <laughs> this song is just six words long. This song is Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitter. This song is just six words long. This song is just six words long. Couldn't think of any lyrics. No, I never wrote the lyrics. Smile by Charlie so Chaplin. Sing any old lyrics. No. Come to my child. I don't have that. I got this. <laughs> Remember this song? This is my life. It's so tough. <laughs> it's everybody's life. As requested. <laughs> I love myself. I want you to love me. When I feel down, I want you above me. I search myself. This is one of those games, you know, when they say, uh, they, they say, just turn on your iPod and play the next six songs that come to mind. <laughs> what plays in random order? This is the weirdest shit. I don't, I don't, I don't need to think of somebody else. I've got a really bad memory. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you keep saying Conway Twitty. I, I have no Conway Twitty. I absolutely don't. I thought I did. I do not. I see, yeah, see, you know. I see the want to in your eyes. Yeah, I know. I have no Conway. You would think I would, but I just I just don't. I got a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> lunatic fringe. I got lunatic fringe. I think so. No, I don't. I don't have lunatic fringe. I do not. Nope. I got. Uh, remember this? I had that song by the Gorillas. I'm happy. I don't have that, but I got this. <laughs> 
This is the Nina Simone remix. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Oh, it's worth it. And I'm feeling good. If I was ever to become a stripper, this would be my song. I'd rip that if my back ever felt better, then this would be my stripper song. <laughs> Fish in the sea, you know. Actually, actually, this would be my stripper song. <laughs> it's the same song, but it's a little hype techno. It's not too late for me to be a stripper. No, it isn't. It's physically, I think I'm too late, but not I'm late. Li- I'd be like a 50 year old stripper. I'd kill it. <laughs> I'd fucking kill it. High, you know this was my workout song when I was working out. Actually, you know something? Do one word. That'll make <laughs> That'll be more interesting. And then we'll take a third break. Just one word, and I'll type it in my iTunes and see if it's in there. My room. You mean, oh, this one? (laughs) Kim and Jason are too young to remember this song. (laughs) do Do you remember this song? This song was the rocket. It was the dumbest fucking song ever. But it was killing it. For music, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, my wife just joined you. You just missed it. We had the best conversation about stripper songs. <laughs> Actually, you know something? Hey, I want you guys to think about your best stripper song and see if I have it during the break. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. All right, now, when we left you guys, I said the, that boom-boom vocal sounds sound like Anton Dodson from Hide Your Children, Hide Your Wife. Hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids. Corrupt by Depeche Mode. I don't think I have that either. Nope. As soon as I went to C-O-R-R-U, it went nothing. Wheels on a bus. <laughs> Wheels on a bus go round and round. That's your stripper song. Worst stripper song ever. Let's say Cars. How about this one? Car. Uh, let's see. Anyway, I don't know what my stripper song. And I told you that would be my stripper song. If I get my see, my only problem is if my back gets in shape and I start being a stripper, my wife's gonna want me to strip for her. Which that's you know that's cool in a way, but it's it's cool for her. I think if that's what she likes, but it wouldn't be cool for the stripper because as a stripper, I'm supposed to be detached. And I'd be like, okay, where's my money? <laughs> it's like, all right, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're so pretty. Yeah, you girls come back. We're drinking, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, where's my money? <laughs> anyway. You know, it's weird. The system just locked up. The app just locked up. The entire app locked up. And the only reason I knew you guys can hear it yeah, the chat freeze, everything shows. Yeah, the the whole app freezed up, froze up. There we go. What's this? Oh, we could hear you. Okay. All right. So now that the app's frozen up, I wonder how I'm going to close out the show. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to stop this broadcast. There we go. And we're back. <laughs> Unfroze. Wonderful. Just, that's just lovely. <laughs> All right. So. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm very happy that you guys were here for me tonight because I really needed you. Thank you, guys. It was a fun show. I'm going to have fun editing this show down, and that, that I get pumped out, too. But thank you, guys, for being a, a part of Radio Irregardless. And I know we took some time off, but it's really good to be back, and I'm glad I'm back. And next week, we gotta, you know, we'll be a live show, which is super awesome, totally terrific. And I want to thank all my listeners for the show. Let me tell you where I'm going to be this coming week. This is going to be very interesting for you guys to hear. All right? Tomorrow, Thursday, June 29th, I'm going to be, technically, I'm emceeing. I'm the host of a murder mystery at Maggiano's in Boston. And I'm not being killed. I'm not killing anybody. I'm just kind of moving along. I have to do a little bit of admin work. But it's going to be kind of interesting and fun. Friday night, I am off. And Friday night, i got to say this because my wife is online. We have to take my cat to the vet. That's the big thing. But Saturday night is my wife and I are 
It's our 15th anniversary of our first date, and we were going to... This is how nice it was going to be. Oh, I know what it is. It, let me backstreet the whole story. Saturday night, yes, 15 years. 15 years, it's our anniversary of our first date. And we were going to go out to the same restaurant, and we were going to have dinner together. But instead, <laughs> I got a gig. Now, I got... Now, listen to what I passed up this. We're going to move the Friday to the... I mean, the Saturday to the Friday, so we're still going to have dinner and blah, blah, blah. But I'm blowing off my 15-year first date anniversary, which technically isn't a thing, but my wife thinks it's a thing, so it's a thing. I'm blowing that off because I got a call from a comedy agent who somebody called him, you're going to fucking die when you hear this, and I can't even start the bumper music until this is played. (laughs) He wants me to come to his son's wedding where he is doing the toast and as he's doing the toast, he wants me to come in, get this, as a priest, just like the priest from Rocky, and I'm going to bless him and the ceremony and then leave. It's like maybe five, ten minutes. That's it. I don't even know if it's going to be that long. And he's crazy. But And I go, okay, I'll do, fuck it, I'll do it. What, am I not going to do it? What am I not going to do that? And he's going to pay me a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing Saturday. And then, of course, it's uh, Sunday is my wife's birthday. So I don't know what we've got planned or she's got planned. But I know that she's going to have some friends over and I'm going to. I'm going to be there and, and celebrate, help celebrate her birthday. I'm not a big birthday guy, but my wife is, so I'm going to celebrate her birthday. And then, of course, Tuesday is the 4th of July, so that's what we got going on. So, as always, guys, if you want to be part of the show, uh, you want to call questions or comments, call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be back July 5th. So, you guys, enjoy your... Happy 4th of July weekend, and we'll see you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Testing one, two, three.